Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Hey, Brian. Brian Christofferson. I gotta take this a tap. Be right. Be drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was bright. Brian Christofferson, Husker 24-7, on The Connor Happer Show, on 1620, The Zone. All right, we're joined now on the 42 Degrees, The Source hotline by Husker 24-7's Brian Christofferson, BC. Good afternoon. How are you? Uh, I'm doing well. How are you guys? Good. So I do want to explain this to you, even though I, I can't give it full context because I can never remember the things that we talk about or how we got there on the crossover. But you you received a uh, – we have a poll question about you at Happer Show right now on Twitter. Have you ever felt the wrath of Brian Christofferson? I don't know. I don't know what we might have said to get us there, um, but it did end up being a poll question, just so you know. What's the, what's the vote at? Oh, good question. Um, let's see where we're at right now. Well, I got to put a vote in here. I'm going to click no because I don't believe I have. Eighty-four uh, percent say no right now. Well, it's a little higher than I'd like on the yes category, but that's all right. Sixteen uh, percent have felt the wrath of Brian Christofferson. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know I was. I mean, they've had to listen. They've had to listen to me <laughs> sometimes on the radio too much, probably, and they're just like, "Yeah, that's a." That that counts as that counts towards a yes vote. So. There's a margin for error as well. We call yeah. those people trolls. Yeah, we we have the troll. Like oh, it's yeah. it's probably about uh, we've estimated before ten to fifteen percent that just vote the other way because they think it's funny. I've heard of these trolls on the internet. They're very divisive. They're very <laughs> they're very troublesome characters. <laughs> they are. They are. Sometimes they're in sometimes they're Iowa fans and sometimes they're in your mentions. All yeah, I thought the... you were mixing it up last night. I was not mixing it up, Brian. I was not mixing it up. I got mixed up with. I got mixed up in some bad with some bad eggs. That's what happened last night. Hey. I admire it. Uh the the protocol thing. Thank you. Um, I, I, I'm on your, your side with it, so just yeah. making a anyway. joke. Just you know, just yeah. making a joke. That's all. Can't all right. people take a joke anymore? Exactly. It appears that they cannot. Um, was Fred Hoiberg in a joking mood today? As he, uh, you know, did he enjoy his week off? I wonder what they did this week. Um, it wasn't a joking mood, but uh, <laughs> I mean, they, they they know the they know what the stakes are tomorrow. So it's been uh, it's been that deal where they're trying to walk the line between you have those extra days off where you want to get guys' bodies right, but you're also mindful of, like, being in the right frame of of, of headspace going into this stretch of the season. And I was looking at the way that it sets up with where teams are and, like, the quad rankings and the net and all that stuff. And every home game is against a quad three, what falls as a quad three game. And... They Scary. all feel very da- dangerous, <laughs> and as you know, because <laughs> you know it well, like those are those are the games you that are almost the the price of poker goes up, right? Because it's like 
um, you don't want that blemish on your resume, and yet you know that you know Penn State can can win on the road. They've won two games in the last you know three weeks on the road by by fourteen plus, so they're very capable. I think Ace Baldwin is a is a troublemaker uh, for opponents, and um, you know he averages like six assists and three steals to go with his fifteen points. So they're, they're dangerous because they've got that kind of pressure defense similar in some ways to Maryland who was very disruptive and, and kicked Nebraska's tail obviously on the road. So 11 a.m. start, I'm just really curious how they come out, you know, those for that first uh, five to ten minutes of the game. It's like which team is, is ready to play a game that is more, you know, in line with a, a YMCA start time. There's been a, um, There's been a few other times this season where they've had a week off in between games or a week between games. Um, notably one of them was going into the Creighton game, which they, they played horribly. I mean, they, they played really, really bad that day. And I, it was a big game and it was a big environment and, and that, that whole thing. Now they've, they've had a couple more times this season where they've been able to figure it out in the week, but I'm with you BC. Like I do think they're, you know, for, for the reason of it's such a, it, it would be such a damaging loss if you lose it. And then you have the week off and time to think about it and the game that you just came off of, which was, you know, an absolute drubbing of, of Michigan. There's I think there's a lot of reasons to maybe just not be completely confident that Nebraska is going to be able to do it tomorrow. Uh, it's a scary game. Uh, the, the good part is they know every it's been talked about so much and like uh, labeled as such that it's not like a sneaky game. You That's know what true. I mean? Like it's, it's yeah. not. Um, at this point, I don't think they could, you know, they, they know they, they got to have it. Um, I think you'll be able to tell early, sort of like you did against Michigan, um, when this team is flying around on defense and they're crashing hard with their doubles and just the movement and rotations are good, you can tell like in the first two to three minutes. It's just obvious with this, this squad. And against Michigan, you know, as good as they were offensively, they played some beautiful ball in that in the first 15 minutes. It was the defense that was just as you know much catching my eye uh, with how they were. Uh, I, I knew after like that Michigan's first possession that Nebraska was locked in on that end of the floor. They almost forced a shot clock violation, and so that's what you want to see the, those first few uh, possessions before the first media timeout is that, you know, just like that aggression and that sort of like, okay, they've got it on that end of the floor tonight. Uh, Brian Christopherson. This morning, I should say. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you can always tell right away with, with them and not that they can't get it back at some point during the game, but that'll be a, a pivotal moment, even just to, to start it tomorrow morning and see where they're at. Brian Christopherson of Husker 24 seven is with us. All right, let's, let's go over to football where um, they, Nebraska had to, I don't know if I would call it fend off UCLA for, for the services of Tony White, and obviously they, they went with um, Deshaun Foster, who was ahead of Tony White in the running for it. But what, I would not call Matt Rule and Nebraska's approach to losing Tony White being like, hey, back off, get away. It's, it's so unique how he's talked about it and handled Tony White being a candidate for other jobs over the last couple months I, I wonder sort of what your takeaway from from all that is obviously his white's time here is not it doesn't seem like it's going to be too extended but it does feel kind of important to have some continuity going into the second year with all these guys coming back like what's your what's your takeaway from all of it whether it's rules standpoint on it 
or you know, and or Tony White and where he's sort of at. I mean, it's huge. It, there'd be there'd be a little bit of a panic attack going around right now if totally. if uh, Tony White were being had been announced as UCLA's coach. Not necessarily within the walls. I think Rule obviously has known this could be a possibility all off season. So you have your maybe plan in place, but. It was a little different in this case because it got extended, you know, like in the February because of that strange circumstance where Chip Kelly moves later in the process. And so, you know, spring ball is still a little bit of ways away, but you, this is the week you're starting. You're really getting into scheme talks and like what, what did we do well last year? What do we want to tweak and all that? And it would be kind of put you behind a little bit with that if you were changing order there. But – um I, I like how Rule handles it, and I have to think it only ha- helps your staff like chemistry when Tony White knows that he has a head coach who um, obviously wants him here. I mean, they're giving him $1.6 million, um, but also like is going to go to bat for you and be like, yeah, you should hire this guy, you know? And that really, I mean, as Rule put it on the radio the other night, you know, you you know, you go fight for your guys and, and they're going to fight for you. Same thing you want to do with your players. You establish that trust. Like, I'm going to always do what's in the best interest of you personally, even if that impacts me a little bit. And in, in turn, you're going to give me your all, uh, usually. And so, uh, not that Tony White needed that to, like, give his all, but I, I just think it's really a, a, probably a, a, a good vibe over there now when you know that um, – your head coach speaks publicly about you being ready for those type of jobs. Um, Nebraska had a great two months, though, like in the coaches. They didn't have things blow up. Yeah. You know? like If you think about the college um, landscape now, it's uh, darn near impossible to keep like everything sort of just as it was. And sometimes you do want to change things up. But I don't think Rule had any interest in that. And, I mean, there's a slight tweak with Glenn Thomas coming in, but that was sort of always understood that they might flip Satterfield to tight ends. And now you've got a guy who they know really well who's had a good resume with QBs, and, and you keep Tony White. It's, it just uh, couldn't have turned out any better the last couple months. Do you think year one to year two as well? Like, it's, it's, it's such an important time to be able to kind of, like, double down on the things that you were doing last year, fine-tune, make it better – on top of having all this personnel that's going to come back, it, it, it's, it probably even heightens the importance of the continuity even more with the specific situation that they're in. Yes, it does. And the guy, players really believe in Tony. I mean, they, they, um, they just trust him. And he, he has, I, right when he got here, there was a sequence where we had access and I was watching him communicate and how players were, you know, watching him and he's just got their their full attention at all times and um he grabbed it right away he's got that way about him where he he sort of commands respect um and you know they've got uh room to grow too they they had a very good year like i mean they're top 10 in so many statistics but i think they still want to be that group that takes the ball away a lot more that um helps nebraska's off obviously nebraska's offense has their part in the turnover margin category but um they'd like to become that defense i think where it is like a routine of like oh they had multiple turnovers again this week that's sort of what you expect and they're just ball hawks and they're knocking it loose yeah. and if you think back to last year there were some key moments um as good as they were where they were just like 
one step off probably from where they want to be. Like as good as they played against Iowa in that Black Friday game, uh, I'm sure it's still stuck in some guy's craw about how that ended where they give up a, you know, a 30-yard run to, to give a field goal that barely creeps over the crossbar. Um, you know, there's other examples like Colorado after the long touchdown run by, by Sim, you're within three or whatever. And Javen Wright is like three inches probably from hit, getting to Sanders and knocking it loose. And it's a big play the other way. Instead, it's a 45 completion. I have a feeling those are the sort of plays that as much as everybody talks about the good, that they're kind of locked in on like, let's find those extra inches as Al Pacino would say, mm-hmm. and uh, and turn those into game breakers the other way. Yeah, you. I mean, you mentioned the turnovers. We I talked about this briefly with Brunts yesterday too. But they, I mean, obviously there's the offensive side where you lost 31 turnovers last year, and some of that yeah. is just going to get, you know, some of that is going to go away just by, you know, luck and obviously better to. quarterback play. Just <laughs> right, it just has to. They also only gained. The defense only grabbed 14 last year, right? So there's there was more out there for them to go get to. And then I'll, I'll pair that along with, um, you know, Bill Connolly's SP Plus ratings that came out this week. And Nebraska had the sixth-rated defense in the country based on, you know, the factors that he goes off of. Like, if they're going to be that kind of defense, there's there's still some room to grow in that category. Yeah. Um, they were, they were really good in everything, but like sort of those, um, just explosives, you would say, right. Yeah. I mean, was we, and, um, they have the guys capable of doing it. Um, uh, Javen Wright, I mentioned in that last answer. I mean, I think he's that type of player. I think Jamari Butler, um, probably doesn't even get talked about enough around here can be that type of player. Um, you know, I think we saw too. We forget about this, but Ty had a good season last year, but it was a buildup, and he was really good like the last four to five games. And uh, he wanted to come back to really stack on top of that, and so you hope that that's the player you get just from the from the get go. Um, so there's all sorts of guys with motivation. I mean, like Tommy Hill, um, he he was a roller coaster the first you know, month and a half, two months of that season. And he really changed the narrative about him in the last, in November. Um, and so now people are sort of expecting him to be, um, that shutdown guy at a corner spot. And, and we're not talking about if he's going to do every, maybe we'll do a little receiver. I don't know, but we're not talking about that as much anymore. It's just like, can he be like a dominant, um, corner and like reach his potential there? So you can really go through the levels and even talk about guys who have been in this program three to five years. And they all have something where there's a little more for them to reach. And um, that, that's let's see if they can find it. I mean, I think they're confident they can be a good defense, but can you take that and be a great defense? And a big part of that will be the takeaways. BC, thanks as always. Uh, enjoy breakfast at the bank tomorrow. I, I just made that up. That's what I'm calling it. Um, and have a good weekend. All right. Thanks for having me. Brian Christofferson of Husker 24-7. Breakfast at the bank. Who wouldn't want breakfast at the bank? That's pretty good. 11 o'clock in the morning, get your Amigos breakfast burrito right before you go in. Schmeegs. Shout out to my friends at Schmeegs. Now that Jeff Sims is gone, I think they need a new spokesperson. Can't I have... say here for Amigos. <laughs> and I have chosen myself. Uh, Simple's going to join us here in just a few minutes. A couple uh, more things to get to before we do that. By the way, Nebraska baseball 
Mm-hmm. In the top of the sixth with a runner on, they have managed their first hit. First of many. A single through the right side by, I think it's Kale Brumbaugh. Mr. Brumbaugh. Starting the, setting the table. Third time through the order with a base hit off of the very impressive Mason Marriott. Oh, guy's a dealer. From Baylor. Still 0-0, top of the six. All right. Nine Ks. <laughs> yeah, he's been mowing them down. Back with more next on 1620 The Zone. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.